1: races you did it you stumped this charming devil
2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
3: it's time to dominate the sports books on Moneyline. Your best live odds on the MLB postseason. On the seventh pitch, Harper hits one in the air, left center
4: field, back it goes!
1: Harper, the swing of his life! How can you not be romantic about baseball?
3: Plus all the NFL and college football action you need before opening kickoff. He steps into it,
5: It's caught. Oh! Diggs, to sideline, touchdown,
1: unbelievable, Vikings win it. Inch by inch play-by-play play till we're finished with your host
6: Donnie Wrightside. last year kevin in the national league which is where you're looking at you know who ended up in the nlcs
3: he had the five and the six and kevin walsh that is one of the most remarkable performances in a, in a negative fashion that we've ever seen on the sports grid radio network sirius xm channel 159 We are live on a football
6: Friday right here. No better place to be than right here, right now. Donnie Wright's along with Kevin Walsh, and we will set up your weekend. The only way we know how is to say Major League Baseball. Get ready, K-Dub! woo I mean, is that uh, the opening of the show? I thought we were still in baseball. We're not doing baseball?
3: Uh, Ah. I'll I'll tell you what, just to make the open work, Donnie, I'll just make this point. Do you think that people, because you know how people always like to look at the odds for, um, like when the Super Bowl ends, we look at extra NFL odds, and vice versa. So we're looking at the World Series odds. I'm sure you guys Mm -hmm. did as well on on the morning show. Yes. Is, Is there going to be people who say, I don't care how good I think the Atlanta Braves are? I'm not betting them to win the World Series, they're going to get a bye, and it's going to all come crashing down.
6: I don't think so. I think you have to take each season as like a, a new entity. But also at the same time, does anybody run to the window when the season ends to take the favorite for the next year that didn't actually win it the year before? You know what I mean? Like like if the if the, if the Braves were like 15-1, to 1, like, yeah, you know what? Let's take a flyer on them. There's not even any value in them right now. It's welcome in the radio audience. You are listening live to Moneyline right here on the Sports Grid Network, Series XM Channel 159. What a football Friday right here on the network. But we're talking some Major League Baseball because you always like to put a bow on the season, and you say, okay, who's going to win it next year? It's a handful of clubs that can do it. I'll tell you one team being priced as they can't do it, yeah, it's the Arizona Diamondbacks 40-1. <laughs>
3: interesting isn't it like you would have thought that they would have got a little more of a boost for the run that they were on since those are just kind of far out odds one team that caught my attention in terms of still getting the respect was the Padres Uh, you know still inside that top 10 I thought that was interesting because I don't know what they're going to be doing this offseason you
6: know what the team I focused on, Kevin? They're 100-1. to 1. Do you know who you probably is around there at that 100-1 to 1 range? Oh, that's right. The best baseball player ever walked the earth, uh, Mike Trout's <laughs> team, is 100-1. to 1. So yeah, let's keep him around as well in a team that has no shot to do anything next year. It'd be interesting to see if Mike Trout is moved on from and who would take him. I'm pretty sure big markets like L.A. would love him for the Dodgers, the Yanks, the Red Sox. Somebody would. They even put that guy up for sale, man.
3: Might as well. I can't help it. I know we still Started this almost as a joke, but if that's 100 to 1, that actually is saying Otani's gone, right? Yes. Actually,
6: I don't know if it is. Like, if Otani signs back, where is it like the old Dave Sharp and it goes to 120 to 1? Like, just go ahead and take the number. Like, you, you know, we're going to make so much money, it's going to be ridiculous. On this. He's going to be
3: minus, minus, four. <laughs> be minus yeah. 400 to an MVP and plus 600 to make the playoffs. Yeah. Interesting
6: stuff. Interesting stuff all the way around. But look, that's baseball. That's enough talk about baseball. It's time to get fired up for football. Now, before we go to any Sunday action or Saturday action, sometimes I'm just like, you know, let me just grab a vibe of what's going on. Go to maybe CBS Sports. You head over to the Sports Grid app. You head over to ESPN. You say to yourself, all right, what's going on in the sporting world? What caught my attention here? Is Sean Lewis, offensive coordinator for the Colorado Buffaloes, demoted for Pat Shermer, who's now going to call plays? He said, well, yeah, you know what? This thing, this doesn't actually happen. A coach that left his head coaching job, who was under no pressure at Kent State to ever, like, he was like a savior. Oh, my gosh, Kent State's back. Like, they actually can All win right. a couple games a year. He left to say, you know what? I'm going to hitch my wagon to Dion and his son. I didn't have any idea. And again, I'm not watching play-to-play, Kevin, out in the Pac-12. I'm not watching Colorado game-in, game-out. Big games, yes,
3: check-in, okay. The offense was the problem out there? Am I missing right. something here? So, last week, the offense sputtered against UCLA. But that wasn't that surprising, Donnie. That, that is a, a really good Bruins defense. We, we've seen them play good ball all season long. And... It's such a complicated situation because y- you never want to look and-, and say, "Oh, Dion doesn't have the program's best interest," or-, or "is trying to be unfair." But is there a world where a-, a bad performance for his son, who is attempting to be drafted in the first round? I'm serious, though. Don-, and he goes, "Oh, can't have this. It's Sean's fault, not Shador's." And I'm not even saying anything is Shador's fault. To your point, right? It's like, hey, listen, you didn't score. You're Colorado, right? Like it's yes. okay. You didn't score. Four thirty on the Bruins. And also, uh, it's it's one of
6: those things, again, like Sean Lewis, I'm pretty sure could have left Kent State and just be like, you know, I'm going to leave this job here. Who wants me? And a number of Power 5 teams would have came calling because he's the innovative, high up-tempo. This is what kids look at coming out of high school. Where can I go and put up major numbers? Oh, look at this. This guy's going to get 85 plays a game, or I'm going to go to Iowa and get 33 plays a game. It's pretty simple. But as I read an article, take a look at this quote. Quote, It's really frustrating because I just need to get feedback just knowing what's open and what's not. Shador Sanders said while taking responsibility for the offense not being on the same page. I just got to make my mind up faster and get the ball out of my hands quicker. Seems like the first shot is I come out of the sideline, "Uh, what's open there, coach? And he's probably like, well, I guess the tight end was open on the outside. No, No, you're not giving me the right. Dad, dad, I don't like this guy. All right, we'll move
3: him out of there. And now, it's 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 tough, Don, because there's no reporting that that's what's going on, so I almost feel bad <laughs> suggesting that, right? But yeah. uh, to, to the reason we're doing that is it's a little surprising that they demoted Sean Lewis. <laughs> I mean, this is a Colorado offense that I think has been much better than expected, and I think Shador will be drafted in the first round. Or, I guess, listen, you know what? I shouldn't say he's definitely going to be drafted in round, in round one with the way we've seen quarterbacks slip in recent years, but mm-hmm. Shador will be drafted highly based on his performances at Colorado so and I think you have to be careful if you're Dion you know in in some respect the way he is about moving kids in and out yes you can do kind of that right moving coaches around Donnie Mm -hmm. because there's already a a lot of coaches I'm sure that probably look Dion's way go you know what man I don't know if I want to get I I don't really like that guy I don't want to be involved Sean Lewis was almost gonna be the key to success for Dion because if Sean Lewis left the Mac job, took an OC job with Dion and flipped that Donnie into a Power 5 job or a higher level G5 head coaching position, Dion could have said, look what I did for this guy. It's what Saban does for people. Now it's, yeah, this guy left the head coaching gig and I demoted him. Tough look. Tough look. Yes, and, and not demote him. Hey, you know what?
6: Two years was up. You know, We had a good recruiting class. It just didn't work out. This was a one one win team last year. Now, granted, they made a lot of changes. They brought in some talent. Shador is a very good quarterback on the college football level. But your offensive line is still woefully bad. You don't have three and four years of recruiting top-level running backs and wide receivers to go up against it. Probably your best wide receiver was hurt, what four straight games or three straight games in a row. That's odd, because it also looks forward to, hey, Dion, I'm going to go out and get a hot innovator. Well, I got a pretty good gig right here. If I go there and get embarrassed, where am I going next? That's a tough look for Colorado. We'll see how it plays out, but interesting topics nonetheless. The NFL is on deck, and we are going to hit that next. Don't go anywhere. It's a football Friday right here on the grid
2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: have you ever brought your magic to walt disney world like hey we came to play
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I feel like the NFL set him up us well this
6: weekend, Kevin. I really do. And right here on Moneyline, we like to take you a look and set you up for the weekends on Friday. If you didn't know already, NFL, we got a banger at 9.30 a.m., We got another really good ball game at 1 o'clock, which is Seattle and Baltimore. We move to 4 o'clock, 425 range. You got the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles. Eight twenty, you got Buffalo and Cincinnati. I feel they did us right here because they could have very easily did what they always do, throw a couple bangers at 1 o'clock, which you got to divide your time, and then give you the Cowboys versus a horrendous team at 4 o'clock and a stinker at Sunday night. They didn't do that. They give you Miami, Kansas City in the morning, Seattle, Baltimore, you know, all staggered. I actually appreciate that because why? There are some horrendous football games mixed in. So at least I feel they gave us something to believe in in every time
3: slot this weekend. Yeah, they certainly did. It's funny, though. I do feel that this game with Seattle and Baltimore, really, fu- like in comparison, Donnie, right, falls by the wayside. It's it's kind of good that they're isolated at 1 o'clock, but it doesn't feel like it's a part of the other three games, and rightfully so. Those are the three games. Like They're all inside the top nine for Super Bowl odds. Like, it's a really incredible slate.
6: Yes, and also it's one of those where Seattle, with the 49ers, what's going on? You want to send the signal to the Niners. You're for real, and you better watch out. Go beat Baltimore on Sunday while the Niners are at home on a three-game losing streak. Point to those standings on Monday morning and say, mm-hmm. yeah, come hunt us down. See if you can really do it. That's what I'm looking forward to. But 1 o'clock, Minnesota-Atlanta, horrendous. Arizona-Cleveland, horrendous. Rams-Green Bay, horrendous. Tampa-Houston, horrendous. Washington-New England, horrendous. New England-Chicago, horrendous. Like, it's almost like saying to myself, like, okay, we are going to get a really good early game with Miami-Kansas City. And then you're going to say, okay, well, let's just focus on seattle Baltimore, which is fine. And then you get that Eagles game, which we're Eagle fans as well in Dallas, and that's a national game, and people really get charged up for that one. Is the product? We're lucky this is this weekend, by the way, because we've already talked about this several weeks in a row. What is the product of the NFL doing right now? Is it just because we can't get healthy quarterbacks? Because there shouldn't be like six games at 1 o'clock that are like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. You couldn't, you couldn't sell this to any network here. Oh, get
3: excited for this one. Uh, I think it's almost the price you pay for such great matchups. Like if you could spread around Kansas City, Miami, Philly, you know what I mean, Donnie. Like, all right, at least I get to watch Hertz even though he's playing against Tampa Bay. Or oh, all right, I got Mahomes going up against you know the Browns. That's still a good game. But instead, it's the Browns and the Cardinals. It's Tampa Bay and Houston. Uh, so, uh, but also there's injuries to the quarterback position. But it makes for an interesting spot. Like I, I this will probably sound ridiculous, but man, I'm really interested in Atlanta, Minnesota, Donnie. I mean one those teams goes to five and four legitimate chance to be a playoff team now you can say it's irrelevant they're going to either want to be eliminated no neither what going to make the playoffs i don't think or Donnie, we're doing this thing again seven Atlanta, are going to go
6: Atlanta has an outside chance and Atlanta, but now down probably weeks with their star wide receiver drake yeah. london with that groin injury that's going to be tough and it's funny to say like they're such a they're a better football team without desmond ritter so I was actually if, – if we would have had a full go Atlanta squad, I actually would have liked their team total this weekend. Minnesota's gone, though. They're, they're done. They're not going to win with
3: Hall at quarterback and Josh so Dobbs. They're just not going to do that. I, I think the Dobbs move is completely misguided. I think he was good for three weeks and fell off a cliff. I agree. I think they need to hope that Jaren Hall is awesome this week and stick with him. I am just saying – that if the season ended today both of those teams are in the playoffs there's only eight teams in the entire conference right now donnie at 500 or better so i i understand looking at them and being like Look, at this out of my face. But the reality of the conference is these teams are contenders. You know, people thought the Rams could be in the mix, and we're getting updates as we're sitting here. You know, we'll see what happens with Stafford. Do you think he goes this week against Green Bay? No, if he does go, they're going to get waxed. You can't just
6: put a quarterback out there and say, hey, buddy, half your throws you can't make. That doesn't work. Like, it really doesn't. You're actually better off with Brett Ripon in that football game. Brett Rippin plays, they lose. Stafford plays, they lose. But then having said that, it's like – Green Bay is embarrassing so far. So, I mean, what you're going to – because I'm looking at it just by saying, like, okay, can Green Bay just be competent, they'll win. I'm like, you know what? That might be a taller task than you usually thought.
3: I, I don't know if people understand how crazy the Green Bay schedule is. I don't mean difficult. I mean rare, once in a lifetime. This is the first game, Don, that the Packers have played as a favorite this year. It is also the biggest spread in any Green Bay game that has t- taken <laughs> place this year. They yeah. were a underdog in their first seven football games, but all within one to two and a half points. You will never see that again in the history of this league. Every single game was winnable, but they were a dog in every single one of them. I mean, I,
6: my boy genius Matt Lafleur cooking on offense with yeah. my boy Jordan Love. I mean, I, they? I mean injuries play a part of it, but there's no excuse. Like they're they're inept on offense. Like really bad. We can't even get lined up correct. Type of feeling.
3: With with that, Nani, if this Green Bay thing continues this direction, uh, you know, seven and ten, right? Nowhere near the playoff hunt. Maybe worse, maybe six and eleven, right? I mean, it's a two was it a two and five football team? So I'm giving him way too much credit at seven and ten, you know, five six wins. Is the moved on from, or is he given another chance to draft no, quarterback? Yeah, no, the, the Green Bay Packers going to give him a long
6: long leash up there. Yeah. I, I really do believe that he's going to get another chance at a quarterback, and that's you know, the Green Bay Packers don't really have that. Out- out front ownership group they have a fan base that's just happy they have a football team at this point no he's there there's no pressure in green bay like if there's one place across the nfl i would want to be like a gm or a head coach it probably would be green bay it just seems like they're mm-hmm. they're just happy to drink some beers and watch football in cold weather like you know what could be worse for
3: us here yeah i i think you're probably right that the floor sticks around which you know, could they? Do they give Jordan Love more than one season? Like I think you've made the point. He he's been there yes. forever. You know, you, they, you think yeah. they do? I think Jordan Love gets another season. I do. I oh, really do. yeah. That's tough.
6: Depends on where they end up in quarterbacks' avail. Because we know they, they'll they'll draft a the quarterback. They did it when they had you know. Brett Favre, they did it when they had Aaron Rodgers. Took a swing on a guy that they thought was going to be talented. But then it, it's one of those things that, like, do you think they give him another year? Well, oh, they're going to draft a quarterback. And Grieber goes, yeah, perfect. Uh, we're going to sit him four years, and we'll see him well, make a decision, you know, in five years. But what is what – is, Is somebody sleeping in the background, or is that you? Oh, what is
3: uh, that? I'll I'll fix that. Don't worry about (laughs) that. Give me two minutes. I know. You want to know what that is? What is it? It's it's a it's a dog. I'm I'm watching the dogs. Wow, that's I didn't realize that you. That's impressive. I I didn't know you could hear that. You know, Donnie. Listen, Donnie's been doing this a lot for me. I I always, Donnie always has to hear background noises. The the AC being the most famous back in the room when I used to have that blowing through the microphone. I didn't realize that that was heard. Yes absolutely that is a dog How about ride. that i was trying to think there too i was like what
6: it's freezo taking a nap over <laughs> it's I, like, I swear we're like you know christian was behind like oh. you know what i just dozed off and left my mic on in this segment i was like that just sounds interesting there so there we got that out of the way and you know, eagle ears able to recognize and pay attention to that so there you go
3: oh that's a out. just
6: one dog or two dogs over there
3: there's two but that's this that's the noise of just one the other is, is isn't, isn't uh, nearby. Yeah, it's um, heavy sleepers, man. You know? No doubt. I mean, I guess this show's a little boring today, too, though, huh? Exactly.
6: exactly. I mean, my goodness. Wow. Let's fire it up. Let's fire it up with 9.30 a.m. We'll set the table for this one. Miami, Kansas City, it's going to be a lot of fun. The only thing that can... Impede my fun, Kevin, which I'm getting angrier by the second, uh, sustained winds at 20 miles an hour in Germany with 53 degrees. No rain in the forecast, but I'm trying to put a peg on that by saying, who actually has the advantage And to me? Usually you'd say, like, oh man, get Kansas City in wind and bad conditions. That's when you want to play them. I think it might be the opposite in this game. Like I think Kansas City can put a running game together. Kansas City oh, has a quarterback sure. with a howitzer on his arm that can throw through any windy conditions. Yeah. To attack a tag of Iloa likes to float that ball deep and let his boys run underneath it. Maybe that's not the case here. But you know we'll be betting that. Pro football today, mm-hmm. we might have to just go live on that game alone and watch it play out with a house party in Atlantic City. Let's at the table for that one. Dolphins, Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to talk about that next, right here on Moneyline.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort.
5: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run
1: Reasons you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
6: Yeah, Sunday morning action. You know what it is. We're going to hit some of that college football action in just a bit here. But Miami, Kansas City, the reason why it's such a compelling game, number one, it's overseas in Germany, which if you are Kansas City, you're like, and it like, hey, hold on, you, you, let me get this straight. We're going to have a game that possibly could decide home field advantage, which is a home game for us in the playoffs. Kansas City's the home team, which means it's supposed to be at Arrowhead, but we wind up overseas. But the bigger picture, let's just say uh, uh, the EPL, who I know doesn't have playoffs. You play maybe the biggest game in the EPL on a neutral site, and it's like, what are we actually doing? I know why the NFL does it, because they believe, like, look, we're always looking for new revenue streams, But which was fine when you said, hey, bad NFL teams who can't sell any tickets, raise your hand. Do you want a home game in London? It'll be 85,000 tickets in your direction, plus concessions. It'll be, like, the best home game you've ever had, which is why Shad Khan and Jacksonville always raise their hand going, okay, we're not a good football team. We don't sell out. We actually have to put a tarp over our upper deck for like a decade. You're telling me I'm going to make a couple million more dollars? Sign me up every year. We'll be the UK's team because it's about money. It's wild that this game is such a high leverage situation for both of these teams and we're in Germany.
3: Yeah, I know it is. Oh, man. we got to talk about it. We'll talk about it in a minute. The NBA. Um, I I know that you hate it I think it's a little, it's a little different because the NFL is just dead set on on growing the game, right? And clearly the EPL is not as worried about. Donnie, or they do off-season <laughs> I tours, know. I guess, right? I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, they, they come over here for preseason. Like, I don't know, like, but I think here's the problem. If we did preseason NFL in Germany, it would be such an unfair advantage. You know, but listen, we're doing one preseason game then, and that's it. And then we need a month off that. You know, it would just, it would because preseason still is a little valuable to getting set for the year. It's, it's imperfect. It is, but, like, the alternative, Donnie, is to have no international games which you would be fine with right
6: I would be fine with it like it's, it's not even the fact that I'm like that's so stupid or in Germany it's just that the, the the bigness of the game deserves like a true home field advantage where you like me because that's when we talk about like as a tv show Football's still a tv show the theater around it is part of the fun Now, again, you're going to a neutral situation with a monster football game when it used to be, Kevin, 10 years ago. The theater was, hey, look, they're just playing in the U.K., and it's two really bad football teams, but the U.K. didn't care. Like, this is the greatest thing we've ever seen. We love football. We'll take any team you send, and now it's like we're sending Miami and Kansas City, which is a massive game, which says, hey, Kansas City, this was a home game for you. Now it's not. Good luck and hope you win it
3: over there. It's just pretty wild to think about. That I always think is interesting. Interesting that they move where everything is. Um, in terms of losing the home game, Donnie. Like, I, but again, like it's imperfect, right? Like, what, I guess now that we play 17 games, though, there's already kind of built-in unfair advantages, right? In terms of yeah. who gets how many games where and what have you.
6: Yes, and I mean, I, again, it all boils down to money. Nobody's going to say, like, if you're Kansas City's owner, it's okay. Like, hey, by the way. We're going to give away one of those home games and how much money you're going to make in the future and your franchise value is going to go up. Just wait till we put two teams over there and the buy-in fee is a billion dollars and you guys get to split that. Like, heck yeah, you know what? We'll sacrifice one game to go over there. It used to be like never. The, I remember the NBA, or excuse me, the NFL, would talk about like, okay, well, you have to volunteer to go there. The big teams, the teams that have massive home field advantages would laugh and be like, we'll go, but we're never going to be the home team. Boy, has that changed. It really has changed at this point here. And Maybe they can sell them on, well, it's a 17, game season. This really wouldn't have been a game before, and you're supposed to get eight home games, but no, no. Some teams have nine home games. That's a huge advantage to eight road games at this point, and the fact that this game is being played overseas in a massive tilt, but also, Kevin, I like this in a way because I'm just rooting for anybody to say, you know what, Kansas City? Earn your playoffs, man. Go on the road a few times. Go play in a hostile uh-huh. environment where you don't get to sit at home every single football game. And I understand Patrick Mahomes is going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But, boy, would it be nice to see him on the road for one playoff game
3: maybe? One? Is that too much to ask? Even Tom Brady was going on the road back in the day. <laughs> it's, it, it's remarkable. And, I, I, by the way, I didn't think they would be able to get the one seed this year. One thing that's helped out Kansas City, Donnie, was Cincinnati entered the year injured and Buffalo, you know, uh, (laughs) uh, did Buffalo things earlier in the Mm -hmm. year, right? I guess then we would have anticipated there. Baltimore's in the mix, we know that, and look, so is Miami. And the winner of Buffalo Cincinnati will be there. But man, as, as we said last week, the value of the Dolphins beating the Chiefs and handing them their third loss, with a Eagles game looming for that team, man, it is, it is, it's is—it is—it's such an opportunity right there. It really, really is for the Dolphins. Because, I, I, look, this is the prove-it point for Miami. It really is. It has to be now. How about narratives for this
6: game? You know where I'm going with this one. I broke it down for BWS this morning. I said, Ben, let me tell you something here. Tyreek Hill, you can ask him, would you like to win a Super Bowl with the Dolphins or would you like to go off against the Kansas City Chiefs? Get him in one of his moments where he's not paying attention and he'll let it slip out. You know what, I'd rather have a monster game against Andy Reid and point to the sideline repeatedly, throwing up the deuces for him. He's 92 and a half. Now let me play this out for you. We're at halftime. He's got seven yards receiving because they're taking it away and there's windy conditions. Yeah. He might not come out for the second half. He might just say, you know what? It ain't working out. Tell him my knee hurts, and that's the only reason why because I, I can't face the music unless I have a monster game. And Tua Tagovailoa, who knows how much this means to Tyreek Hill, and every quote coming from Tyreek Hill is, love those guys over there. But oh, you're going to get this work this weekend. Like, I'm, I'm fitting to bust your head open out there, and you get ready for it. And even if you are, it's still happening. Come on now. He's got
3: to be getting 100 yards this weekend. Here is the only thing that I am trying to figure out. Because... Tyreek Hill is a narrative guy. We talk about this in the NBA all the time, right? Embiid Mm -hmm. is perfect. But like, hey, you think Embiid's going to score 30? Who's he playing? Jokic. He's already got 30, pal. Ask me if he's going (laughs) to score 50, okay? Tyreek is a narrative guy. Tyreek Hill playing this team is going to do whatever he wants, but... I have been betting number two wideouts against the Chiefs all season long, Donnie, and mm-hmm. it has been a absolute money machine. Mm-hmm. Which means we go to Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. but if Tyreek Hill is like, listen, Jalen, all right, if we go and and, and you get traded or I, we'll figure that out, pal. This is my game. It, it makes it tough. I might end up splitting the difference and betting the two yards, Donnie, and say, you know what? Take me home. Because if Tyreek has the day he's supposed to, he'll get there. If Waddle has the day also that I think he can, if they're playing from behind, it could be a 300-yard type of day for Tua Tonga-Vailoa it's
6: and I just need this because when we get windy conditions we know how much can interrupt a game but typical to stadiums you got to get the feeling inside like I understand like it is a soccer stadium but dealing with some of the NFL stadiums like hey look man the wind is really blowing in from the, the left you know the northwest corner as we like to say I got a feeling they don't really have a northwest corner at a Lions stadium or however you pronounce it out there I like yeah. almost got to see like a pregame like yeah, snapshot of hey what's going on out here at this point like what's it look like as opposed to ESPN going like high winds and everybody goes, oh, my God, we have to all bet under, just like they do snow or rain 19 hours before a game. But it looks like it's supposed to be sustained 20-mile-an-hour winds, which is an issue that is not good though
3: because then oh, so it's just going to be a bunch of run yeah see that'll throw off a whole bunch of stuff too but could, could it be that I saw so I saw I don't remember let me see if I'll i, I try and find the exact numbers down but it was basically how unders are playing on the season when there's like 10 miles an hour of wind it, it's mm-hmm. like a you know 80% of games but my question is do we think that that is oh man no one can survive wind or look every game's going under anyway this is the only little boost you need here to make sure a game goes that like is it impossible to get an over in the wind now it's not, because these two
6: offenses are very good. The quarterbacks are very good. The reason I say that is, you know, it it doesn't have to be all, um, okay, uh, well, how many times? Also in the wind. The guy's wide open, they throw down the middle. Come on, man. They're completing the pass here. What you're worried about is the ball, a touch off on those 15-yard outs, right? Ooh, that would have been a completion that turned into not, because we're not saying that you can't ever throw the football, but you know as well as I do, it's a play here or there, throws off the over. Oh, no, that should have been easy first down, but the wind took it and now it's third and eight instead of first down and now we got a punt because we couldn't get the first down next. It's not as if they're going to be playing in a vacuum cleaner like, oh my God, like it's handoffs all day long for these two. That's not the case here. They're going to be able to throw and also yeah. is it just going in one direction? Is it swirling? Do we kick 46-yard field goals? Or are we punting as opposed to kicking a 46-yard field goal? Those are the things that we just don't know and that's what the worry was. Like, oh, no. Like I wish that game was actually in a true dome over there to get that full blast of these
3: two teams are getting after it today yeah you're right Uh, now speaking of changing locations can I set up a tee for people go the NBA in season tournament debuts tonight I am actively excited for this it is not a bit Donnie hates it I wish Donnie wasn't as mean about it as he is Mm -hmm. Donnie's gonna look through a couple of things during break I am am fighting out a deficit here when, I'm assuming that you haven't seen some of this stuff, there is something that they are doing for these tournament games, and I wasn't factoring it into my bets, and then I saw something, I went, oh no, are we walking into a mess? So... I want mm. you to take the break to kind of peel through a couple things, Donnie, and then mm. tell people uh, how you really feel about the in-season tournament.
6: Now, look, people, if you want to call on the phone, the song tells you it all. You know what the song is, Kevin? Tell me. Whenever you call me, I'll be there. I'll be around. There you go, man. Call us up, 844-843-6879. We'll be right back. It's Money Moneyline. Ooh,
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or...
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
6: You hear this music in the background. You know who it is. The return of Daniel Jones. Oh, my. Oh, those Giants. Seven point favorites. Wait a second. Wait, what? Hold on. The Giants aren't seven point favorites. They're underdogs. To a team that fired their entire front office, head coach, offensive coordinator, placed a guy who's never been a head coach in command, starts Aiden O'Connell. And you're 40-plus million dollar man. They're like, by the way, Daniel Jones is coming back like, yeah, you know what, it's, knock it the other way. We'd rather see DJ Tommy DeVito out there, Kevin. Can you at least give me an opportunity here to say the Giants can win this football game? Can they? Can they win this football game with DJ? Two touchdown
3: passes, DJ, back in it for the season. Come on. Daniel. If Daniel Jones doesn't win this game, they should bench him and let DeVito you know, play the strings out. Come on now. They should just let DJ Danny DeVito out there, whatever Tommy DeVito. Tommy,
6: it's be all these Devitos. He's ready to go rock. I mean, I could, when that that the line of the week—if you look at every game—the line of the week is the fact that Daniel Jones is returning, and they're like, "You're playing a horrible team, and who's Dan, oh, you guys are getting beat today? Unbelievable stuff. Can't get enough of that. But the phone lines are hot." They're ready to go. It's a Friday afternoon, 844-843-6879. Moose is ready to jump us off into the weekend. What's up, Moose?
4: i tell you what, nothing better. Got a fall, cool, crisp Ohio evening. Yeah, We got uh, mm-hmm. Friday night under the lights for high school uh, uh, playoff football. Um, so that's always exciting. Looking forward to um, hearing you guys tomorrow. At, uh, I'm assuming that you're going to be at the Ocean Casino Resort up in the city. Is that is that correct? Sunday or are you guys, just going to be together. Sunday oh, will we'll be Sunday.
6: there. We are live in AC on Sunday. Absolutely correct.
4: That's going to be great because Monday. Yep. Mm. I head down to the Beau Rivage down in Biloxi, Mississippi. Mm. I'll be sitting down on the beach, okay. And then, and then, DRS and K Dub and K Dub. I know you're going to be off next Wednesday, but DRS, I have a little. Goodness. I have a little packet that I put together just for you for this Wednesday show coming okay. up okay and it centers around i i contacted some some colleagues It centers around mr stallion and the up north team spy gate all right oh it's good so i have put together about four or five pages and i'm just gonna leave this with you okay i'm just gonna leave this little bit of tidbit with you just so just so you can kind of percolate on this Why was he wearing sunglasses at night on the sidelines? I'll tell you why, but that answer is going to come out next Wednesday. Oh, we got to wait. You guys take care. Enjoy it.
6: There we go. But Moose, Moose is all about that reconnaissance here, K-Dub, by the way. like hes We're going to get to the bottom of this whole Connor Stallions thing and see how hard it's going to be for Michigan and or the Big Ten to just turn their backs on this. We're waiting, NCAA, which we'll probably get through it in about 2025. Let's keep the phone lines hot and rolling today from the great state of Virginia. The man needs no introduction. It's the X-Man. He's ready to play Santa this weekend for the good people. What do we got going on, X-Man?
0: We got a nice parlay. I did a little bit of research. This is what I got. I got Damian Lillard over 24 Uh and a half. Mm -hmm. DeMar DeRozan over 21 and a half. Jamal Mm. Murray over 20 and a half. And the Mm. New Jersey Devils in regulation Mm. 14 and 1.
6: That's two touchdowns, K-Dub. That's two touchdowns of one right there. How are you feeling on it?
3: <laughs> He's got he, – look, he always comes prepared. That's the one thing you got to appreciate about the X-Men. Never X-Men, small. by the way, are we prepared for the tournament in the NBA?
6: Ah, like, did we questions. handicap that into the equation?
0: Yeah. Let you know. I'm looking at the home teams. How could you go mm-hmm. against the Bucks on primetime TV? You know yes. they've been playing good I mean. on prime time. Mm-hmm. So Lillard yep. could go off for of 40 tonight. Mm. He's
6: ready for a K-Dub. He's not worried right about the court. Like, Damler's not looking look look at the court going, I can't hit a three-point shot tonight.
3: It's not what's happening. It's not what's going to happen tonight. I, I gotta tell you, I, so I have a couple bets in tonight's game, but I, I genuinely am, on, I, am in the futures market in this, and I, mm-hmm. I think there's so you. It's so funny, man. You hit on something this morning. I went back and watched the segment, and it's clutch. it was you no. Know, but you, you, you said something to, to make a point about how how this whole thing is irrelevant, Donnie. Mm-hmm. And I think you were right there to the truth in terms of where the value is in this tournament. I'll just make this point: the favorites to win this whole thing, right? You can mm-hmm. find it nine to one, whether that be Milwaukee, Boston, Denver, give or take. These teams are. Uh, two-thirds that price to win the NBA Finals. Now, I understand that this tournament is a small bit of group play, and then we enter single elimination, Donnie. But the best teams are still the best teams in this league. And that's where I think the value is in this tournament. Instead of firing away on deep, deep long shots there, you can do that when the bracket is set, if you really, really want to. But I think there is presently value here, because for a perfect example, Denver is not going to not care about this. You know why? Because Denver tonight plays Dallas at home, and they just got their teeth kicked in. So do you think the Nuggets, are going to rest Jokic and Murray off of that? (laughs) Or are they going to try and do their best tonight to blast the Mavericks? They're going to try and blast Dallas. Yes. And also, Kyrie back tonight. How about that? So he's
6: excited about the tournament. He doesn't want to sit out anymore at this point here. But it does When, when is the tournament uh, culmination? When is the uh, Vegas Games? Uh,
3: it's mid December. I don't know the exact date off the top of my head, but it is mid December it is done.
6: What happens if I would have sold you on this, Kevin, right? You take a look at the NBA, and they go just, fit, just like the Olympics. They shut the league down for two and a half weeks. They send every team to Las Vegas, and they play the same format, just like it was almost in a bubble. You can have multiple arenas out there firing left and right. Three, four games, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, rifling through. You come away with the winner, and everybody goes back to the season. Do you think that would – first of all, I think, number one, it would hit harder. Number two, the ratings would be higher. And I think the NBA would be satisfied at the product because everybody would be invested in this tournament. It's like in the NCAA tournament, Kevin. Like, we know, like, okay, good, this team won. They're going to advance. I just feel like the, the the bookkeeping is just too much for what they want until they get those final four teams. Oh, they're the four teams that made
3: it. I just think it could have been done so, so much better. So, I, I think, Donnie, it's, it's in its infancy, so maybe there's a way to change it. But here's what I would say. You are someone who tells people, hey, look, man, NBA, don't talk to me until Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're not going to tune in on this Friday slate and say, man, I can't cannot wait for an in-season tournament game. No. But also, but also Donnie, if the Sixers the Sixers aren't playing tonight, so let's just pretend you were a Bucks fan. Would you miss bucks knicks tonight? Because it's a, no, you're you're going to watch the game. That's just what it is. You will watch tonight's game, you will watch these group's games, the same amount that you would watch them, and that is totally fine. But it is when we get to the knockout stage of this, Donnie, they think they can elevate interest, and I think they are correct.
6: Like I think some of these teams are like hey you know what let's win our group stages cuz apparently the champion the the Vegas oh. round doesn't count is that correct so it's like okay it, uh,
3: hopefully we get knocked out and we don't have to play our stars it doesn't games. Uh, it doesn't count i think the last game doesn't count to like season long statistics or something like that but it all it all still counts there's financial incentives throughout can i just give you this one thing though and i look i, I think he's he's actually injured but you know the first SGA? In, yeah i mean <laughs> the, 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 did someone tell the founder that they can get draft picks if, if they lose this and, <laughs> and they got sga story. injured again yeah. i mean what happened there
6: we, we were looking cuz again i'm i'm not doing any background on the nba like until like, like we get to the game and you check like the anticipated starting lineup. So, before when win the game, they're like, Okay, here's the guy. I say, Psh. You want a team that's ripe for winning this tournament and saying like, hey, we actually might play our guys and surprise people. And I was like, okay, let's get ready. Oh, it's going to be a great night for Giddy. And I go down the list and I'm seeing home. I like, oh, wait a second here. It's one guy missing from this year. And you know what? And I was like, you know what? I'm back out on this tournament. Like if SGA could have just shined all the way through and lifted the cup for them, it would have been tremendous. The only other guy, Kevin, that deserves to lift this cup, take his shirt off, whip it around and throw it in the crowd, Pat Bev. It's the only guy I'm rooting for here. That if they get that championship, I think he will really appreciate winning that championship.
3: He'll walk around with it, won't he? Yes. He'll, he'll walk around with it like I'm mm-hmm. the man. You know, Can I give you one, one thing that I actually think uh, is a legitimately interesting quirk to this tournament, though? What do you got? Is The MVP market for this mm-hmm. tournament is determined on not just the knockout stage, but the group games as well. So, like, Don, when we get to the NBA Finals, right, like, look, man, it's either going to be Jokic or Giannis. Like, we know that, right? Yeah. Is there a world that Jamal Murray tonight against Dallas being guarded by Kyrie Irving goes for, you know, 35-6-6 six and six and outplays Jokic a little bit? And because those are going to be the little underrated items when people are trying to figure out your your tournament MVP. Well, hold, well, what do they do in the group stage? Oh, wow. Look at that. Jamal Murray's averaging 32 a night in group play compared to Jokic, who's averaging 24, 12, and seven, and can all of a sudden it be stolen, Donnie, by a secondary guy when we know that doesn't happen in the NBA Finals. Also, I
6: just wish they had the group stages, like we're just the regular divisions. Like it's it's just harder to keep I, track of when you're just trying to do math in your head. Like oh, they lost. Like oh, well, are they in the same group? Like I don't know. It's just it's just wacky to me. So uh,
3: look again. It, it is the first time I, I am not suggesting thing that you know you need to be absolutely in love with this all I am saying is it is in no way harming tonight's slate in in no shape or fashion, right? The level of interest is not going down. It is maybe added. Could the pro, like? Could they have overplayed their hand, Donnie, with the new courts? We'll find out. We'll see how it looks on television. It might look childish, right? But I think when we get to knockout stage, single elimination, NBA basketball, it's going to be it's going to be something and that the people Elam ending,
6: are, I heard, right? Elamending uh, finishes? No, nah. Could have changed it up there. Could have had a dunk contest if it went to overtime instead of playing, like, you know, an extra five minutes. Could have got it real wacky here in the NBA to try to have some fun. But there is some fun here. We got one more segment to go, so we'll tee it up. College Football Saturday has some big moments here that we've seen for decades that are going to end. Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. You got LSU and Alabama ready to tear it off in Tuscaloosa with a three-point line. You got a 76 Six and a half point total in the Pac 12. I mean, they are gonna be run. I was joking with Ben this morning, like thank goodness there's no more light bulbs and scoreboards, because they would pop with what we're expecting to happen between Washington and SC out there. So we are coming to the stages of all right, the football season has finally begun for everybody. We gotta wait one more week for Michigan to get started though, Kevin. Just one (laughs) more week you gotta hold on before Michigan season starts. Because you know what? In the future, Kevin, you're gonna really appreciate seasons where Michigan doesn't play anybody
3: and be very upset when Michigan Mm -hmm. plays anybody everybody apparently. No, nothing would be worse than Michigan having to play real teams. Here's the best <laughs> bit of it Donnie is Michigan goes out there and smacks that smacks that team right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to be like yeah well Penn State's terrible so what's the what's the value in this anyway? And I quote you
6: just watched two of the best football teams in the nation play each other. What Penn State James Franklin? Game were you watching versus Ohio State? Look like one one good team and one fraud out there at that yeah. point. One more segment to go. Come on back. Football Friday.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, Hey, we came to play.
6: Kevin's already predicted Texas upset this weekend. Good job by you, Kevin. I'm rooting on that for Kansas State.
3: I saw your breakdown. Wait, what? I saw your play of the week. was not that wasn't Why that you? are you doing that? Hold oh, yeah, on a minute. Why was, are you doing I that? It was you. Wait, no, no, no. But explain yourself. Did someone tell you that I need and I need it the other way, or what's the story? No, no,
6: no. I just figured out. I put the narrative out there just to see if we can get jumping no, here on K-State, I... Texas, and Texas <sighs> is back. And also, is Arch Manning not the prospect we thought he was? Because why the heck isn't just he out on the football field? Yes. And don't give me. We want to a fresh slate from Arch Manning as if you can't plug him in and have a chance at a national championship right now. What am I missing? I must be missing
3: something. I mean, apparently, you know, Murphy was also a highly regarded prospect. I I don't really know. It would be incredible if this kid, if Quinn Ewers does not come back, right, Mm -hmm. and Murphy goes on and wins a national championship, a lot of ifs. I know a lot of ifs. Yeah. What does Texas do? Because realistic, like, because that's what happened if you remember with Georgia, right? Jake Fromm went yes. out there, was great, and they had to let Justin Fields go. Hindsight yeah. is like, eh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. If, if this kid Murphy won a title, Donnie, they obviously would not let him go, but can you let Arch Manning leave your campus? No, and it's, it's got a feel for, like, Georgia. Georgia was like, Stetson, I
6: hate this guy. All he does is win championships. So boring out there. Can't wait till our next five-star guy steps up and then. Like, that's what it feels like. But there's no way. The amount of recruiting that took place for Arch Manning and when he went to Texas to now we're trying to say, like, look, they just want to give him a clean slate. It's not fair. It's like bringing your closer in with, like, a runner on in the eighth. Like, he can't do that. Like, he's he will buckle under that pressure. I don't know what's going on. But the minute I heard Ewers was down, like, oh this is going to be fun. Arch is still stepping in let's see if he can hold on to the job like go hey 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 Next year is his year. I'm like, oh, I'm missing something here, Kevin. So, Kansas yeah. State in an upset, according to K-Dub. No, there you go. no, you're I need first. Texas. I need Texas. You do? All right. Kevin need needs Texas, Texas tomorrow. We need winners this weekend. We need good football games. The college football boys will be together tomorrow. The pro football boys on Sunday. We're sending you off right now to Coast to Coast. Christian behind the wheels of steel, Donnie right side. Kevin Walsh, you know what? We'll do it again on Monday. Enjoy your weekend and good luck.